Hi, good day, boys. Chris, Cam, how you doing? Good, Chief. Oh uh, well, good afternoon. Have we recovered? <laughs> Man, what whatever happened yesterday? Freaking Sunday when you're thinking uh, we should be resting, <laughs> we should be enjoying our family and relax. What happened yesterday? Someone the 22nd of March will be forever, yeah. forever remembered. Someone pulled the pin and lobbed a big old hand grenade into everything. That was um, yeah. it was a, a a response to the masses not listening to warnings. And that's what it basically was—the shutting down of Bondi Beach. Yeah, they, they said that everyone don't don't go out, you know, where there's big crowds. Keep your what do they call it? Social distancing. And the very next day, they had re- record numbers at bloody Bondi Beach. Mm. So their next step was to close that down. Bars and clubs were packed on Saturday because of the good weather. Again, um, I think the government's hand was forced. Yeah, no. Yesterday was a nightmare. Absolute roller coaster. The, from a business owner's point of view, for the state government to come out and say in 48 hours we're shutting down all of New South Wales and then not tell anyone what that meant, what businesses were involved or what the effects of that were going to be, um, a lot of – could have gone one of four different ways for you. I had moments of brilliance and moments of absolute panic, not afraid to say it, um, because if we get shut down, who knows? Um, and I don't think – yes, yes – or. You're right, they fired a rocket up us for people being silly, but the way they did it, mate, cause, would have caused so much angst um, for employees yeah. for employees and business owners. I'm, I'm coming yeah. from a business owner's point of view, but for employees out there too, not knowing whether they had a job the next day. Yeah. Um, well, a then, lot don't. A lot don't. Today, a lot don't. Yeah. yeah. As from lunchtime today, a lot of those people don't. They T- don't have a job. T- yeah, yeah, I yeah. just went for a walk. I'm just sure went for he'll, a walk. he'll elaborate on it, mate, but very sad, the scenes out there. Yep. Um, but the heart palpitations and the amount of years off my life I lost yesterday because of the way they structured their announcements and then to come out at 8.30 and everything, look, not everything be okay. There's a lot of people going to lose work. Yep. Um, we just met a guy whose restaurant's been shut down. Um, very, you know, We're heading into a very hard time for a lot of people, but um, no but. In our industry, though, for, for us three here, we dodged a bullet yesterday. Um, at one point, it didn't seem like that was going to happen, and obviously, because we're going into grounds that none of us have ever been in before. Even Thomas isn't old enough to remember World War Two or the last time that something of this scale happened. Um, mm-hmm. The the mood was interesting. I, yeah, I, I think that the way that the information was released was again, and you know, I'm. I'm going to stick up for the government was again the media grabbing any information they could get hold of any loose slips may that have come out from no nah, she printed a statement mate oh she did it was yeah, written, it was printed mate it was prior a, to the the prime minister's yeah, release it was a written statement at about two o'clock i want okay, to say i mean i missed that then okay. no 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 the prime minister had a, a release first thing in the morning right and then within half an hour the um the word shutdowns had to come out and so I would say that at that point in time already, the release was out on paper. Mm. And it starts to circulate on, on social media. <clears throat> For me, uh, it was badly done because here you have a, a prime minister at federal level trying to just tell everyone, guys, let's do this, all right? Let's, let's change. Yeah, he said 
the Bondi Beach thing, that was not okay, which I think we, we need to talk about it. But then why would you just come up half an hour later and say something that was half? That, that I think that was the issue with yesterday. Mm. You, you come up and you say non-essentials will be shut mm. down. What is non-essential? Mm. Suddenly, mate, We had all day to think about it. Hang on, are you saying the Prime Minister said that? No. Or the Premier? The Premier. Premier. Yeah. Yes, the Premier said that and then the message was changed. Yes, the absolutely. Premiers of New South Wales and Victoria, for whatever agenda they were pushing, yeah. chose to jump out in front of the Prime Minister, whether it was to force his hand later yeah. on or and undermine I think, him. I think that was the case, yeah. Yeah, whatever the case, all we were left with was... You're getting, shut down, getting shut down. Yeah, and then, right. I, you know, I have, I've got a lawyer friend of mine on Facebook who printed out the legal clauses of what forms an essential service, fucking real estate, nowhere there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and depending on your, your mindset and your mentality and where you're at in life, that could take you down some... You yeah, know, some, some pretty nasty things. Some yeah. pretty scary we'll paths. We'll a bit later on. Um, and, you know, as I said, when the news first came out, all I was very positive mindset. Um, you know, all the greatest things in life come out of huge adversity. So you take it on and you... you uh, move on to, to what's next, but uh, listening to obviously Sky News for three hours and having a couple of conversations with a couple of people who weren't going the, necessarily the most positive route um, you know, infected me for a little bit. And I, had a real, <laughs> I had a real tough time for a couple of hours yesterday and, uh, um, and then snapped back out of it a bit later and by the time the Prime Minister announced what he was actually going to happen... Um, It's 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 hard to say, but let's not fucking shy away from it. While I was very very upset for a lot of people I know who work in the hospitality industry and all the people who are already suffering, did I you know, was I relieved that it didn't look like we were going to get shut down tomorrow? Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. On, on on Thursday we were talking about um, last Thursday we were talking about this issue is not just a health crisis; it's also a mental health, right? Mm. Mate, three days later you have premiers. People who are the head of these states mm. coming up and giving a statement that sent most people haywire on a Sunday. Yeah, there's there's no unified message coming from our leaders, and that, that's probably where no that, clarity. There's yeah. nothing to do with the unification, mate. It was I'm going to throw this bomb out there. I'm not going to tell you whether saying. you're going to get hit or not. And uh, you had people quite literally fearing for their lives in a lot of sense because. Um, try and see past the fact that your business is about to get shut down. Okay, so we know what happened. We know that the Victoria and New South Wales premiers come out and did the statement prior to when they should have maybe waited for the major press release by the PM, right? Well, if they're going to do it, they had to provide some information around it, mate. They literally said nothing oh. except it won't be... All they all they said was it won't be service stations, grocery outlets, medical services. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you, ever be, do you ever been in a state where I'm telling you things like, listen, I've got something very, very important to tell you, right? And and it's about Cameron and his car. And then you you go, what is it about? I'll, I'll tell you tonight. That shits me. I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah that's, th that's exactly what happened yesterday. So Look, we really uh, at around 10 o'clock in the morning, some shit comes up with about Cameron and his car. Uh, but you're going to have to wait tonight at 8 o'clock when I'm going to tell you. Then most people wait until 8 o'clock to find out that, no, the Premier is now in meeting. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> right? So, man, what are we doing with people? This, this, this is already such a huge 
nightmare for people who are in business with not non-guaranteed salaries, mm. right? Yeah. And 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 on top of it, we we toying with them and and release half half, half information. No, come on. You know, and we spoke about this last podcast was, the, the, again, I bring it back to the lack of information or the lack of clarity of that information. Um, and we said that with this, with the lockdown, a lot of people didn't realise that a lockdown, you can go and get groceries. It's not, you're chained in your, it's not a prison. You can go and get groceries. So I think the lack of clarity with the information that they're releasing, and I think, again, it comes back to the unified message from everyone. So the, the premiers, the prime minister, all the way down the chain, and I don't know, again, is that the PM's lack of leadership or or, or what? Saying to the premiers, guys, let's have a one message to the public. Let's have one one um, plan moving forward. Depends what their agendas are. There's, a, there's an old thing that we used to work on when I was a security guard, which is pain and compliance. You put someone in a position where... If they misbehave, they're in pain. If they do the right thing, they're compliant, but you've still got them under control. And yep. and there's an element of what happened there yesterday. They told us an asteroid was going to come and knock out the fucking state of New South Wales. Yep. Um, everyone pulled their heads in, I guess, and started thinking, oh, shit. And then by 8 o'clock last night or 9 o'clock last night, it was only a thunderstorm coming, not an asteroid. Now, yeah. that, thunder, <laughs> that thunderstorm still very bad for a lot of people. But they threw out the asteroid. They yeah. put us in the, a position where we had two yeah. options. We break your arm or we let you walk out of the club nicely. Um, and then so conspiracy theories will love all that because the way that governments control people is to scare the absolute yeah. fucking bejesus out of them, to make them comply. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to make sure people understand, right? We are only three idiots trying to uh, make sense usage of, of common sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we, we are not here to come up with uh, anything of a genius level. We're just talking <laughs> common sense. But maybe common sense is probably the best medication That's in right. this day and age. In the, well, see, I was saying common sense will prevail. But in this <coughs> case at the moment, as we've seen the way people have reacted, it hasn't, it hasn't prevailed. Well, there's another saying that says the problem with common sense is it's not that That's common. common. <laughs> um, That's true, mate. So That's true. <laughs> but, but let's have a look at when you first started and you said about the... Um, that it was our fault. I think it, it is it is true. Oh, absolutely. There, there is a problem right now in the population. There's many different types of mindset, but let's let's take a look at the main two. One is the not give a fuckers uh, people, and you you talk to them, they couldn't care less. You talk to them. Uh, I have to tell the truth that b- most of them are in that age group where they know. It's 0.2% chance. So, and, and, and it's a funny thing because I spoke to a, he's not a millennial, but I talked to a young guy and he said, you know, the baby boomers couldn't give a shit about our climate change. Maybe this virus going to change it for us by getting rid of the baby boomers. Now this it's, it's, this, heavy, this is serious shit that mm-hmm. is happening out there in this kind of wow. age group, right? They, they, uh, they because they know they're not going to be hit. It's almost like really, who cares, yep. right? Uh, if if you if you're worried, go and protect yourself. Go into hiding. But as far as, as we're concerned, they're gonna close Bondi Beach. We're just gonna go to another beach. That's an amazing way of thinking, you know. 
I couldn't pretend that I would have been any different at 18, 19 years of age. So yeah. My brother-in-law came up over the weekend. He's 18. He might be 19 now. I said, he just blatantly said, he quoted Thomas Wedford, I don't give a fuck, mate. I don't care. And uh, this was the day before. So he, he'd gone home Saturday night. I wish he was still with me on Sunday to um, understand the magnitude of exactly what's going on here. But if they were too busy out in the bong hole or at yeah. the beach. Um, I don't think half these guys are going to see, under, don't understand the repercussions. Well, they will now because they lost their job, mate. Uh, well, but so a lot of those, a lot of those younger people may have not, whether they're tradies or whatever, they may still be in those positions where they're making. A yeah, dollar. he's a tradie, but he, uh, but I think I think they'll start to realise when they're getting arrested for not being at home. Uh, the majority of and oh sorry, I, right. I don't know. Is that what they will do in a lockdown? Sorry for jumping. What in. what 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 would Vladimir Putin do? Oh, what did he say? He said fifteen days at home or five years in jail. Prison, end, of, right. end of <laughs> no, end but of he story. finished it with end of statement. End of statement. That was his whole <laughs> statement. <laughs> really, that's leadership. It. That's good. But um, yeah, huge generalisation. But I know up where I am, the majority of workers in the pubs and clubs are eighteen to twenty-five year olds. Yeah, right. While they're studying, while they're yeah. trying to work out what they want to do in life, and they're also the people that are at the beach because the hospitality industry—you finish work at um, midnight, you sleep till eleven o'clock, you get up, go to the beach, and then you go to work again yeah. and do it all again. So they will know as of yeah. uh, well. No, they're already hurting. I was telling Thomas before we've got a guy coming back to work for us this week who had his hours cut from fifty to eight, and this was before. I spoke to him on Friday. So as of yesterday, his only eight hours were a couple at a gym and a couple at an RSL. Those eight hours are gone because gyms are closed, RSL's, RSL's closed. closed. So they don't give a fuck. And my brother-in-law's a carpenter, an apprentice carpenter, so hasn't hit him yet. Um, unfortunately, I, you know, well, not unfortunately, I wish he was there with us on Sunday, uh, yesterday, to watch what was going on. Um, I'm kind of glad... Probably not my young kids, but I'm very glad my 13-year-old was there to see it because he was very flippant about it and was, you know, he's on the I told you so bandwagon. I spoke last uh, podcast about we don't want the I told you so bandwagon to be right because that means we're going to be fucked. Well, for a couple of hours yesterday, we thought we were right. going to be fucked. And he even, you know, he, he had the balls to say to me, is this now the time I say I told you so? And, mate, I, I gave it to him, but... Um, yeah, it's we spoke about you know, people not adhering to the warnings. Now, from what I understand, the same started in Italy. Now, Italy's the worst nation outside of China that has the coronavirus, and they Italians have a layback attitude and they've been known for having that. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, but yeah. from what I understand is they did not heed the warnings. No. The warnings come out. They were still at the pubs and the bars, and that's still the hugging each other, right? and it's still Italian way of life. Yeah, right? yeah, two kisses. They, fin they finish work, they finish work and they're out at hotels, restaurants and pubs and clubs mo most nights and that's their way of life. And they didn't heed that when the warnings come out and look what happened. From it what, spread rampantly through the country. From country. what I believe though, and again we're not fucking statisticians here or, or know anything, but I understand that they've got the eldest population in the world and the highest population of smokers. Which, I thought that was China, but you are right. They which, a lot of most of them smoke, and they do have quite an aged population. Yeah, I think that's yes. an actual. There's a stat floating around somewhere that actually they've got the highest population okay, of smokers. Yeah, that's, so, that's, and um, the highest death toll is obviously as we people said people with respiratory problems. respiratory problems and elderly, the elderly above um, eighty years of age have a like eighty percent mortality yeah. rate. So yes, you're right in that in that fact. So, but it's stats like that make people even more flippant on this end because I don't smoke and I'm not old. 
yet. I might look it, but I don't. I'm yeah. not yet. So you know, even my generation is uh, being less less ca- less cautious than some people are saying we should be. And the problem is, no one knows, man. No one really knows for sure. Yeah. No one knows whether kids should be at school or not. No one knows. Look, what? there's been no. Everyone's got it. So for someone, to, only until we find someone. So one of the facts that I found out just this morning, which was. I, I did not know is that unlike the common flu virus, which is often transmitted from children to adults, this transmits the other way around from adults to children. So children aren't carriers of this, generally speaking. It's adult that will transmit it to children. This is what I heard a health expert yeah. say. Again, uh, no one knows that. Well, apparently they know. Apparently this is why they're saying kids are to stay at school because they but are less... Today, but today the Premier's come out and said, take your kids home unless you're in an emergency service. And again. then she's gone against the Prime Minister. So the story, again, is not unified. The message is not unified. Victoria, they're starting their school holidays like four days early. Uh, they were supposed to break up on Friday. I think we still have two weeks of our school holidays prior to us, our children breaking up. But again, are we coming back to what we said previously? There is not a unified message coming from the No, government. I think that in this kind of crisis... Probably like, you know, states people should stay at home and lock themselves and let the federal do the work because they, they're wankers, right? They're going around saying shit like this and then afterwards they release a fucking board with 2,700 people mm. who afterwards have actually now have got infectious people. There's, there's, there was there's, there's drivers, there's drivers, <laughs> minibus drivers. Now, whose job today is to contact all those people they drove home? Right, and the premier has gone on on, on the uh, radio today saying that it's everything's done. Yeah, that, that everything's been done right. I think oh, it's well. wrong. Mm. You know, the, the, this is the thing. It's one thing to to put these Bondi people down. Okay, I, I think they're idiots. But we need to be adult enough and and also take our responsibility. Mm. You can't release two thousand seven hundred people into a population that is already trying their best. Because, yeah. mate, I went up to see the, these restaurants around midday. Chairs were being put back in shopping centres, right? They, they, they were being put on, on top of tables. Things were just restricted to just take away. Yeah. And, again, you should look at the takeaway. I mean, I'm serious? We're going to talk about it in, in, in a, a different podcast in detail, but people were using one glove. Mm. <laughs> he was asking, actually... Cam bought some food and I checked. She was using one glove and the other hand had no gloves, but then the other hand would touch the box too mm. because when she put the lid on, how many hands do you need to put it properly? Then there's a woman who comes behind her, start wiping his box because I thought, yeah, okay, that's clean. But she's wiping his box with a cloth that's used to wipe the bench. Thanks, um, mate. I just need to go to the bathroom for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Too late, my friend. Too no, we, we, which is the one thing that I said mm. about the, the, this morning is that you have to sanitize even the stuff that you mm. get back from the uh, uh, takeaway food. Mm. So, so th- there's there's all of this stuff happening, but we are not really telling people the real thing. No. There's too many agendas. Like, it's hard. You don't want to go down politics, but you got to throw shit out there. Well, why did the premiers come out before the prime minister? Why? Is everyone fighting over who let the people off the cruise ship? If it wasn't close, you know, we're getting close to an election or we will be. If that Liberal shit. weren't in power, would they? This is me off that yeah, but if, if Liberal weren't in power, would we be in a complete lockdown right now? 
Um, are of, they yeah. scared? You know, liberals all for business. A lot if of what you, ifs, maybe. If could you're going to go, yeah. no, but you got. Yeah, how yeah, can you not be allowed to go to the pub, but you can go to fucking Westfield? That's what we ended up with yesterday. Ten blokes cannot go to the pub now, but a thousand people can go to Westfield. And so, where's the agenda? Now, my theory on that is actually the wives got together and said, and that's why Gladys has done it, because she doesn't like her old man going to the pub, but she still wants to be able to do her shopping. Look, I think but, pubs, cafes, restaurants, you're in a solitary area. The, 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 the chance of you touching a utensil or something that someone else has that is a lot higher, oh, obviously, than there. You can't go to a pub, but you can go to oh, a no, no, mate. There's I no heard, way you can explain your way. I heard the it. opposite, mate. The bottle shop's still open to look after the men, yeah. <laughs> and the restaurant's being closed now, forcing all the women to cook. And bunny so hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> You kept that to yourself. I've been, I've, been throwing, I've been throwing that theory around all morning. And, he's like, <laughs> and bu- bunnings, bunnings are still open as well. Bottle yeah. shops and bunnings, they're so still, none both it, still none open. None of it so. makes sense. And, and Thomas and I just went for a walk and we just walked through a food court. And Which was empty? We, just, we, saw, we saw actually a restaurant owner who was so down and he, depressed he already. Hope, and he didn't have a a clue about how long it lasts. I mean, this this is an amazing thing, right? Like, if we're in business and we're telling our people we're going to go through some uh, hardship, but this is my prediction from our plan, this is how long it lasts. Here, mate, there's no... They know nothing. N- yeah, yeah. There's nothing. They don't even know where to run. No. So he was so depressed, and I asked him <laughs> a stupid question. I said, um, have you fired yourself? He said, mate, they're all gone. As soon as I heard about it last night, all the staff are gone. Because we have to survive here. So what is it he said? All of them are now queuing up at Centrelink trying to get some money. But he hasn't been told by anybody whether they're getting assistance, whether they're not, whether he said, mate, we don't know whether we're going to have our wages supplemented or whatever. So here they come out and say, as of midday today, you're all shut. And we were walking past at half past 12. So they just had to shut their doors. This bloke, he had lost all hope but had no certainty around anything because no one's fucking communicated. They've just said, close your doors and we'll work the rest of the He was angry. Later. He was yeah. angry. He was thinking like, why are we shut and and not all the businesses? Why are we? So he, it, so we now have a group of people in the population who's getting angry. Mm. And then he also said, so, so that he started thinking quite negative and, and all of these conspiracy theories started to come out of him because... He started to believe that in 48 hours, I give you 48 hours, it's going to be complete shutdown. Mm. You know, they can't just do it to us like this and, and not shut the whole of Australia down in 48 hours. Mm. Man, I was looking at a guy that four or five days ago when I saw was all smiley. Top of the world. Was all running yeah, around yeah, right. doing business. And now you're looking at a guy that is down the abyss. Yeah. I... I and again, it comes back to, I think the government doesn't know what's moving for, moving forward. I don't think they've got a plan. I don't think they understand truly the implications of this, whether it's going to be a three-month, six-month, 12-month. They don't see an end to it. They can't forecast it. It's not something you can put a number to. And that's why I think the information they're giving us isn't as clear as it needs to be. No, they, can for, they can't forecast. Maybe I agree with you, Chris, but they can also do the right thing. I don't believe that what they're doing is going to fix shit. Right. Okay. They, yes, I agree that what they're doing is that they're trying to Flatten kill the curve. curve. Yeah, 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 I understand the curve. Yeah. But even that is not, to me, it's not right. I mean, I have my sister who's a nurse in Belgium and she's telling me people are not understanding hygiene. I've, I've been speaking to people about hygiene 
And I can see it. Some people don't even realize it. That, do you know that your shoes, as you walk into your house, could actually be infected? Yeah, right. Yeah, do you know that even if you put gloves on, how to take them off? Do you know that if you went to the petrol station, it's not the guy in ahead of you who touched the Bowser that may have infected it, but maybe the last three hours could have had someone infected. Yep. I mean, I, I think we, we ought to be doing this. And if I could, for me, what has happened yesterday is also something that the media, the world of media, need to take a responsibility for. Last week, I gave it uh, to Cal. Uh, Stefanovic, because I thought, you know, he makes silly comments just for ratings. Mm. But I have to say, uh, when I watched yesterday, what went on all day, it was fear. Mm. Uh, it was about how to just make a population just uh, keep your TV on. And, and I think it's wrong. So the question I also has been asking is, what if those people took their duty, their civic duties of trying to not only relay news, so being balanced, but also to use that medium in order to help people. That is, can we teach people who are going to have today take away shops only how to be clean? Mm. How I saw a woman, uh, because we mm. went through around a few shops, I saw a woman today, she had gloves, both of them, she's giving food to a person, and then she goes to the till. Took the money with the same gloves. No, she took the glove off. Okay. She took the glove oh, off. Good. So she did a good job. She took the glove off. So she used that hand. She threw away the glove, so that was very good. The other hand was, was still a glove. And then both hands went for the bag, <laughs> and the hand that had no gloves took the pack and put it into the bag, and then give it to the customer. I'm, I'm serious, mate. This is wrong. Yeah. Uh, so when did we have our premier or our media take the time to say, all right, people, because most restaurants that are going to try and make it are going to go towards takeaway now, here are some of the things that we really would like you to use. And maybe play it, replay it, overplay it, so that people know... This is what you need to be doing. One person at a till. The, gov the government has released has released a hygiene sort of for the general public on radio and so forth, but there's too many messages in the one yeah. in the one um, ad. Um, wash your hands. Uh, Mate, there's still self-service checkouts. We watch people line up one well, after go. the other to go and use the same touch same screen. Same screen, man. So that, that's a, a very valid point is the hygiene side of it, It Thomas. comes it's back to – it can be simplified with you can, can't go to the pub but you can go to Westfield. That's how far off the information is as far as their – It's the education. common sense approach. It's the education, how Chris. Mm. We, we walked around the lake and we saw people who've been taken, obviously, takeaway – but they're sitting about half a meter from each other, mm. having a meal. Are you serious? How the hell are you going to get rid of it? So this is my question. So that friend of mine who now has had to put off some people, I mean, I, I, I know him because I go to his restaurant. And, and on the other hand, he, how does he feel in four weeks sitting down there and realizing that they shut him down? but did not really fix a thing. Mm. 
There's people sitting around each other. There's people still spreading. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you this. The people who are serving you in those takeaway, those people who are delivering now the food to Woolies and Coles, those people are putting those things on the shelves at Coles, those people are collecting the uh, trolleys. I can tell you now, they are not immune necessarily to the illness. Yep. So what if those ones keep on infecting us and we as a population have put ourselves through hardship like this guy running the restaurant, through uh, a, 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 a shutdown? What do we tell them then when in four weeks we have to tell the entire population what we did did not work? Anarchy, mate. Anarchy. It was, it was very telling. When we walked into that supermarket today, you pointed at the Chinese restaurant and if we had a, took a photo in wide frame, you would have seen bottom-level Chinese restaurant shut, top level about 150 people lining up for takeaway in that food court. And it was they were literally 10 metres apart. You walk up some stairs and there you are. It's it's absolute insanity. And the, and the top, you know, and it started with them throwing a hand grenade without telling anyone and, and scaring the shit out of everybody. And then the end result doesn't make any modicum of sense whatsoever. We're going to shut down this little bit. And that's where I go, well, where's the politics in it? Where are they just trying to point score? Where are they just trying to protect themselves? Where are they going to say to business, we're going to hurt you a little bit, but we're not going to hurt you a lot, don't worry, we're still liberal, we've still got your back. Um, Labor want everything shut down, so you're not going to get the right fucking response there either. Yeah. Where, where are we? But all I know is yesterday I was... On <laughs> we, yeah, no but I... Was I, in a good spot. I listen, I probably think that this is not the time for people to think uh, liberal or Labor, right? This morning I thought it was disgusting uh, driving to work, hearing a, 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 a minister, and I knew he was a Labor... I won't say what it is, but criticizing the fact that the grants that the government's giving is only coming in five weeks, that it would be too late for so many businesses. Are, are you serious? Is that is that how you're going to really try and, and win? Because if it is, yeah, okay, continue that line. But it is if it is that you want to help the country feel better and get out of this a better country, Maybe there's a better way than just yeah. focusing on the fact that it will take five weeks for the checks to come out. Instead of trying to gain political brownie points, actually find a solution that helps the country. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we were talking about the different mindset that people had. Those Egypts that went to Bondi, those Egypts that went to nightclubs and, and all that stuff. Do you know what? In many ways, they really fucked in their parents' shoes because some of those kids' parents now today had to close shop. Absolutely. Right, yeah. So if only they sat down and had the brain to think by going out there and spreading anarchy and doing shit like this, really, it's not about the fact that your parents are going get, to get it, the, 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 the virus. It's about the fact that your parents could actually lose their livelihood, you idiot. But who's spreading that message? No one. you got Facebook saying one thing, both sides of politics saying something opposite to each other, no clear defined message. And why wouldn't, like, I'm going to put myself in the head of someone who was at the beach. You don't know who to believe, so why believe anyone and just go with your own gut? Because there is no clear, consistent message. The, the last night on the release from the Prime Minister and he had his health, lead health minister there, I think it was, with him. Yeah. He actually said, he, or the Prime Minister either said it or he said it, he actually said there's a population in this country that believe they're immune to the this issue. While they'll catch it, it won't affect them. He goes, 
it will affect you. They actually stated it last night. Yeah, but, but the ship had sailed, mate. Yeah, but they don't. They're not driving it home hard enough. And he's going. It, it, it was it because was a, of the actions of, um, you know, people on, over the weekend going to clubs and the beach and so forth and so forth that they had to drive. It was a reporter that pointed out, mate, that the government's ads on social distancing and all that shit only started on Friday. No, no they started sooner. Than no, that. mate. Well, I'm telling you, I heard them last week. I was listening to ABC Radio. They've yeah, been on so not on TV that. and stuff, mate. So no, no, been not no on message. TV, but they've been on radio yeah, for well, well over a week. Yeah. They have been. I don't, um, we just can't, no one's, with no clear leadership, people are going to do their own thing and that's all that's happened, mate. Without a clear message, without everyone, you know, if, if everyone that runs the country was truly concerned about what this thing was doing, they'd get on the same page and, and there'd be bipartisanship across all levels of leadership, there'd be one message going out and over time that one message would have everyone on the same page. I think it comes back to what we said previously about... Why do people do things in life? The avoidance of pain or the gain of pleasure, right? And I think that's what it's going to come down to. It's got to, The pain's not great enough for a lot of people. And it's going to be too late, mate. Like you said, the ship has sailed, but they're going to have to realise that before they really start taking positive Yeah, but the, the, the government, for the moment, the way that they are handling this stuff, they, they are creating a lot of discontentment in the society. And I think that we will see a lot more sabotage. Um, I truly believe that... Um, there's going to be way more unhappiness. The government really uh, ought to get uh, help from intelligent people, not us, not the three of us, <laughs> but intelligent people to give them real data. Now, if the government only looked at the uh, the uh, the way that the illness peaked, understand it. I mean, two days ago we were at some stage one of the fastest growing country in terms of number of infections. Understand that. But come on, let's have a look at the stuff. We have a very low number of deaths by the number. Mm. I also understand, you know, we, we have we have a bunch of idiots doing these things. Get fines into play. Don't don't close the livelihood of people because there's some <coughs> idiots who have been now allowed to work from home. And those idiots decided, oh, well, you know, rather than working from home on a Friday when it's 31 degrees, let's beach, go to the bro. beach. Yeah. You know, just give them fines. Yeah. Because not only the fines will actually keep the cops away from uh, people who are trying to get to a place a little bit faster, but really that will keep these bastards away and they should be then paying for it. You know, in Europe... They have 250 euro fines if they find you on the street for no reason. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's got to be, I mean, I don't know if that Putin quote from yesterday is true or not, but if it is, it's a bloody masterstroke. <laughs> and compared to what we're doing at the moment, there's yeah. got to be somewhere in between. Yeah. He's, he's scaring, you know, five yeah, years Yeah, but that is not the society that we live in, boys. No, it's but there's got to be somewhere not. in between as far as, you know, uh, yeah. you I, should I be fine for... I think you should um, be fine. If, if you do silly things like this... Hit them when uh, when it hurts. Yeah. And last week I was saying about the the toilet paper. Just whack in five hundred dollars on those guys. Go hunting for those guys who are profiteering. All that stuff should be done. But only when the messages got out there that everything, uh, the shops are still going to be open. Everything's going to be okay because all this discontentment and that it's, it's feeding into people's fear. 
people are scared. So charging people $512 for toilet paper isn't going to stop them being scared of not having toilet paper and it's oh, just going to turn people into robbing no, each you, other. But I told you, you can't just do that. You have to be doing the rationing too. Yeah, yeah. That, Those you two need. things have to be in random. Then then people like you and I, we know, it doesn't matter We if we leave work a bit later today because been, we, we've been work, working harder. We we can we will still have our toilet paper, yeah. right? We we went to Woolies because we we did the entire walk. Did they ha- did they have any toilet None. paper? No. Did they have any sanitizer? No. And mate, and on the news they saying everything's back to normal. Mm. Egypt Carl Stefanovic said today, oh man, uh, I commend you guys from uh, Woolies and Coles. You're doing a great job. Fuck you. They're not doing a good job. You haven't been in those stores because you would know mm. that there's. People who are going in there, who are taking their time to go in and shopping, the elderly walking in there and not getting it. So until you go shopping for your seven seat, don't make comment like this because you just want to get a bit of ratings. So if we've got a war with a virus, why not inflict wartime rations then? Rationing, like you said before. You hand your license over, that person gets one packet of toilet paper, one sanitizer a week for a family of four. I don't know if that's enough. Should be. Um, And... Start implementing it that way. And then, like you said, a lot of that panic. Well, well, if it was a consistent message, though, we wouldn't need any of that shit. That's the thing. Yeah, I understand. No one understands what is going on. So fear is driving a culture of me instead of a culture of we. Yeah. No one still understands that the shops are going to be open before... um, (laughs) I was wondering what you were... (laughs) Before... Yeah, no... Everyone's still too scared because no one can tell them what is going on or what is likely to go on or whether they are going to be okay or not. So, mate, the rationing's only going to lead to people fucking hijacking people. Until everyone knows they're, they're somewhat safe, rationing's only going to be causing more mayhem. We're already fighting over it. Imagine if you go on the other They're already rationing, bro. You know that? You go to Woolies and you want to buy three cans of tomato yeah, yeah. paste. Uh, uh, ju- uh, whatever it is, concentrate stuff, it's no, right? And if you tell them, I've got a family of six to feed, they still say no. Yeah, if I'm smart and I'm in one of those big uh, families, mate, where there's 15 siblings and eight adults all living under the road, we're all going to Woolies together and buying one each of everything, <laughs> mate. And that's, that's no, I, I think I think that for me, stage this stage one, um, they said it's going to be reviewed on a monthly basis. It's not good enough, I think that the uh, Prime Minister was right. Uh, When yesterday he was uh, pushed and pushed and pushed about the school and why is it that his opinion differs from the uh, other premiers and all these things. Things change on the daily basis with this virus. You you know, we don't know where we at the peak. If you look at the the, the peak, we are about to go exponential. So we about to go three, four, five thousand. But I don't want to say it because that would be like going into gossip shit. But looking at it, you can just project. So uh, things will change so fast that I think uh, the uh, Prime Minister may have to be on TV every day changing his mind about things. Now, uh, stage one may just uh, punish the clubs, the uh, the hotels, the, the theatres, but there's going to be a stage two, boys. Then there's going to be a stage three, four, and five. I think it's going to depend on our behavior. And this is why the fines need to come in now. I was yeah. hoping this morning from our premier in New South Wales, Gladys, to that, that she was going to really uh, announce a series of potential fines for uh, 
breaking the law or not, not maybe not the law but the rules so that they can make them into law very yeah. soon and because that is what we need to be doing uh, when you listen to countries like germany and maybe germany is a country we need to look at that we're talking a lot about asian countries because they have controlled the flat but germany is a, a, a country that's got so many uh, people infected and actually a low amount of death number of deaths for a moment and Uh, not only Angela Merkel had uh, just self-isolated herself, but they have banned in Germany now any meeting that had, gathering that had more than two people. Like what we're doing here would be illegal. Wow. Mm. And so before you shut the entire country, just have a look at what you need to be doing, mm. right? You're shutting the entire restaurant thing and, and, and an entire industry of people, the casual, the people working in there, the, the chef, the young aspiring chef, the people who work in hospitality. Mm. And you can't tell them how long for, and you can't tell them, listen, guys, you will be the first people that the measures that we give and the grants that we have will go to. You can't even... Uh, Tell them that uh, this this is how you should be um, look. Uh, uh, what is it? Looking after your business or changing it or turning it into something that is going to be proactive. What are we doing? Yeah. We 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 just here sitting sitting down as a bunch of people being reactive. Mm. There's also so it might be might be talk for a little bit later, but you've just predicted that at some point. We're heading for level five. I think it's important to remind people they've still got to take things as they are and not like we're already, as usual. Like yeah. we're already at level five. There were some people yesterday predicting level 10 if one existed sort of thing, like they were the extremes that they were going to in their um, forecasting and planning for the future. I think, yes, Thomas has just said that if you look at statistics, we could be heading in this direction. But as it sits today, we're not. And, as, and, and that's very important for people to hold out hope that we're not going to get there but also do the actions necessary to help us not get there. Um, and if you think you're heading there, fight like hell anyway because yeah, I know sitting on the couch yesterday listening to Sky News and seeing that with no answers um, and thinking my, you, know, you couldn't help but go to the worst places. This could go very, 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 very badly. And what does that look like? And it wasn't good. So while we're saying, yes, we could end up level two, level three, level four, it's important to remind people we've got to see things as they are. Yeah. And right now, but, right, but yeah. right now, as you and I were talking, we're about 1,629 cases Australia wide. I know that it increased just in New South Wales, it increased by 125 overnight. That was on Sunday, on Sunday night. It increased just that one night till today. But what are we doing? Are we talking doom and gloom or are we talking But to just keep your head in the game? Because I, No, I we, 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 you have to be balanced, mate. You're gonna, it's not about doom and gloom. You have to look at the infections that happen in other countries and see how the graph is going to go. Yep. Then we have to appeal to people really to be using common sense. Using that information and adjusting our behaviour accordingly yes. and see what works and see what doesn't work. Mate, don't, don't freaking sit next to each other by 50 centimetres because you don't own a restaurant. You know, you know? Uh, there's a lot of things we're overlooking there. Like public transport still business as That's usual. disgusting. Buses, public. Try, try and sit 1.5 metres away from someone else in a public bus or on a train. That's Impossible. why that, no, nothing they're doing makes sense. So, Right, so closing restaurants and so forth. I understand their mindset behind it, but there's so many other measures they need to take. But, the, the, but, the, you, but you don't understand their mindset behind it. No one understands their mindset behind it. How can you close a restaurant 
but not a shopping center or a bus. How or can a you train. how can you close a restaurant that says you know, we have reduced our capacity by forty percent yeah. so that everyone is at least a meter and a half away, right? But uh, in the business, you should have twelve. What is it? You should have four square meter per person. Mm. But uh, Uber can take four people in a car. So there's no rational mindset behind that. So if you understand, or oh, it doesn't surprise me because <laughs> you're out there, brother. But no, what I mean is not. I can't understand the big picture. I understand the the thinking behind the fact of closing restaurants, closing bars. The thinking doesn't no, make any because sense because they're saying that they're in an area you can't stop those people from going. There. The only way we can stop them from going there. But I'm saying it's too little. It's, I'm not saying it's Chinese enough. Chinese restaurant here. Food court here. I'm not saying, Cam, it's enough. I understand their mindset behind closing yeah. those, about stopping from people from gathering in the one spot for a, l- a lengthy period of time. I understand that. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm not saying it's the right thing. I understand their thinking, though. But like you said, it's not enough. I, I think public transport, number one. H- how, how can we... Trains, wait. Trains, how the fuck? No, no, no. I, I think that uh, our uh, businesses, and we, we're going to talk about it in, in another podcast, but really our businesses need to already start thinking that if we can, we need to start working with people working away from each other right now. Uh, that if we really want our workforce to go to the office and work at the office, pay them the Uber to get them there, Right. Don't put them into a public transport to get them there sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that, that companies might have to take responsibility. Listen, guys, it's very interesting to look at, you know, they're t- talking about how China and South Korea has actually controlled the, the curve. And now you look at China, uh, in the last few hours, they got 39 case, new cases, and South Korea has got 64 new cases. Mm. And uh, funny enough, they have, uh, China's just had nine new deaths in the last 24 hours. And in terms of number of deaths, South Korea got seven. So it doesn't go away until we get the vaccine, right? So for the moment, they are tampering around with an economy, a bunch of people that do not need to get mental health issues involved. Right. Uh, this is, I think, another huge factor. I think there'll be way more deaths from the economic repercussions than there will be from the um, the virus itself. I think the domestic violence, suicide, alcoholism, the whole lot through the economic downturn will take way more lives than, than the virus ever did. <laughs> Bad time to laugh, but the, <laughs> Sorry. the boys are having a joke. No. Well, that's the scary thing. We said that last week. Yeah. And that's why I don't think they're uh, using their brains. I'd I'm still going back to how you say you understand their thinking. They're scared this. Yeah, but Chris is a pacifier, mate. He, he's about, he's about making better. love, not war. Yesterday, mate. they scared enough people to probably be in, do themselves no favors whatsoever. You can't do that shit to people. Yeah, you just fucking can't. Yeah. Oh, Chris, I I know you. Someone was crook. I'll tell you what happened to him in twelve hours. Like you, you can't fucking. Do that to people. No, what they were saying is that I, I know someone's coming to kill you, yeah. but I can't, I'll tell you tonight. I'll tell you. I'll <laughs> stay tuned. And in next episode, we'll find out who it is who's going to kill you. And that's, mate, you cannot say you understand their thinking because it's almost, it's negligible behaviour. It is... Um, the delivery on how they gave it came is a different story. I don't understand that. I don't understand why there's not a unified, again, a unity between the governments. You can't the shut down a poor bloke's restaurant who's up the back corner of a business park, nowhere near anybody, but 100 metres away, 
have 18 fucking takeaway outlets with the people not using Saturday, their hands. You can't the explain The on it, Saturday mate. were filling bars and pubs and nightclubs and restaurants. You can't defend it. Stop trying to defend it, mate. Take a position that it's <laughs> fucked because it is fucked. Oh, no, I, I'm not saying it's not. All, all, all I'm saying is I understand where they're How coming. How do you understand I've it? I've just explained that to you, mate. Killing me. Just explain that to you. Understanding means oh, I understand where you're coming from. I don't fucking understand where they're coming agree. from. I don't agree with what they've done, but they're trying to stop the masses from congregating. You're upsetting me, mate. Good, you're, you're upsetting me. Okay, then, then let then uh, shouldn't they stop like a shopping center? Oh, oh, it's it's half measures, not even half measures. The measures they're taking out aren't going to work as to what they want to achieve. Then should they have less journalists around them when they're announcing this shit, <laughs> rather than having <laughs> sense of grandeur and having a number of people like how many fucking journalists? Yeah, good point. How many journalists were in the PM's press conference last night? Yeah. Had to be had to be dozen. No, probably less because the PM actually made a remark to ask them to stay. Away. No, that he actually said no. No, he Stop noticed. Flashing. He said like you guys, like you guys are uh, staying away from each other. There's, so I think he the shut PM, one of them down. Good, he, he did, didn't he? he, he, he and he asked them to stop flat. I think he's, he's he did the Donald yeah, Trump yeah, yeah. thing. He had his no, Donald Trump moment, him. right? But at yeah, least but the smug grin on his face afterwards. I didn't yeah. like that. Did you catch that? <laughs> you shut up, Andrew. You've already had a question. <laughs> and, and what did he say? What did he say? I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he took the question and he said, We're This is the last question. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good wow. one. So, we, listen, I, I think that uh, what happened yesterday for me could have gone in many ways. I, 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 wish, I wish there was someone in sales really to read it because it was almost like, uh, Do we just give them a shock so they get shocked all day long so that by the end of the day when we give them that small pill it wouldn't be as bad yeah right you know it's a uh, or was it a preparation for something bigger like that is maybe coming in the next few days or weeks so when we or, get it for real it doesn't yeah, hurt as much it doesn't hurt as you much you already yeah. know what the paintball feels yeah, like so you'll yeah. stand in front of it again or 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 was it a real deliberate uh, disagreement between states and federal yeah i think there was a bit of that um, <laughs> i think there was a bit of that behind the scenes sort of mm. but you ego. understand don't you? you shut up no fucking just because you're not drinking, look at him. He's got these fucking bits. It's an untangle, mate. Get some water, man. You pissed me off. You're a professional fence sitter and annoys the shit out of me. No, so I, I think, guys, it's going to be things like, uh, I hope the fines are coming in, like, today. I hope, I, I think that no gathering will be allowed very soon. So no friends, no friends visiting each other. I think that home confinement is going to be in one of the states. I don't know when. I, I think that there will be uh, some curfews uh, probably going to be installed as well. Um, there's, there's going to be quite quite a, a fair amount. But really, we need to uh, have time for foresight. Um, I think if, if, if anything, they, they need to look a little bit further and see some of the things. For example, one, for me, uh, they need to have education. How much of TV time is being put on... If you run a restaurant, this is what you should be doing. If you're a customer, you should expect to see it like this and keep on running it. Uh, how, do you know, I was asking some of my uh, leaders this morning uh, in a meeting, what's the incubation period? Can you just catch it if someone was in incubation period? Could you, uh, how long does it last if it's in the air? How long does it last if, 
if it's in uh, in uh, on the table, if if you were to just grab a box, a takeaway box, and a person was sick and showed no symptom, how do you know? My lunch was delicious. Mate. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I think uh, we, we really need a little bit more foresight. And for me, we need to have a recruiting of maybe citizens that can exercise the same power as maybe the police in terms of policing how close people are whether people are really uh, abiding by certain things. I spoke to our offices this morning and asked them maybe to have someone policing, even in our office. Because if we try our best to keep our, the numbers down in our business, and everyone was doing it, then the government wouldn't have to intervene. Yeah. Did I see yesterday they were going to fine people twenty thousand dollars for not self-isolating properly? Oh, like, hey, that's all talk, man. Yeah. I heard sixteen, but I don't. How know the fuck are people with no job? Because they've just shut their bloody place of employment yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, mate, like it I know, matter. I know of a woman who just came back from Asia, right? And his daughter uh, and her daughter went to pick her up at the airport and drove her back to Richmond, mate. Are you serious? You think that's self-isolating? And that's probably the same bitch who's going to run around afterwards and saying, "Oh, freaking Chinese is spreading it." Mm. Come on, we, we're gonna have to. People are gonna have to be real fed income here. Uh, and I, they've picked gyms, but you can go on a train. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. picked churches, which has proved a point I've said for a long time. Clearly, religion's not an essential service. <laughs> Come on, we don't, we can't go onto religion here. All right, well, so we've been speaking about everyone's allowed to think what they think. <laughs> a bloody big church across the road that they got nothing to know under. They're still getting their contributions. No, they're gonna use. They're going to use a web camera. They're going to still do, uh, and then my, they're going to do all their uh, uh, church, uh, what is it? Uh, all their session. All, all their, their session on, um, on uh, what is it? Uh, something similar to a Facebook. And then you just have to put your BPay or yeah, your Apple your Pay. Your contribution. Uh, your Apple Pay on the yeah. thing, mate. It will work. Don't yeah, worry. 10% of hustle. their wages, does that count a new start when they're all <laughs> unemployed and on the new start? I just hope, look, I just hope religions don't go the way of in the media and start fear-mongering. And what are you talking about? Religion's based on fear. Well, if you okay. sin, you're going to hell. That is the whole point of right. religion, Chris. Take a chill pill. We're not talking uh, about Well, all three of us. That's, they, no, but there's some good things about it because <laughs> at least all three of us will meet each other again. <laughs> In hell. <laughs> Think of the stuff we'll have to talk about then. Ken, Ken might be able to drink then too. <laughs> no, but I'm just talking about like, you know, like the uh, you have delivery companies that are delivering to restaurant why don't we just call them ahead of shutdown today for them mm. to say listen we will have something for you to do here now between mm. this here and the, the woolies in Dural to deliver toilet paper mm. things like this you know to just help them focus on work yeah. well, what about we know that we will need more ventilators do you know boys how many ventilators we have in Australia 6,000 2,000 to 2,000 and a half wow Wow. That's the numbers we have. All right? So I wasn't around in war times, but you were, 1940. Oh, 19- no, no, no. <laughs> no, but didn't they, didn't, they, didn't they do that? Didn't they no, pull I, people I into the factories to help make the munitions I wasn't and pull around. people into Absolutely. the... 
No, I know you're not. It's well, my still, way of calling you old. Can you stop taking everything so literally? He's still circulating on your age. I do. He's yeah, no, no. He's in they did. They, they converted car manufacturing businesses to making jets Yeah, but they pulled the people in. So I'm one of those right, guys that right. uh, they made a movie about. It's called Benjamin Button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's – I said – you know, I sent you a text the other day saying we're going to have to unite. And I was going to write like never before, but then yeah. I thought, well, hang on. It's never before in my lifetime, but yeah. we have been here before, yeah. and it was probably the last time was World War Two, and that's when everyone got but, pulled but into he, the factories. But here's the thing, boys: how how many times have you heard in the news or from our government because we know that we need more ventilators? How many times have we heard about guys? We need companies to help us build more ventilators. Well, Holden's in a bit of trouble at the moment. Why aren't they switching? Bit of trouble. Road? They've shut their factories, mate. <laughs> just walk straight in and start making them because they would be in a very enough. good position to do it. Absolutely. Mm. Exactly. You know why are we doing that? Mm. Like we know already now <laughs> that uh, the peak of what we have could be around July. Why aren't we already starting to organise some hotels and turn them into hot, uh, hospitals? So I know for a fact that in America they're starting to have a shortage of gowns, masks, gloves already, and they're now automat saying we need businesses to transition from one manufacturing to another. Yeah, um, uh, isn't isn't that about proactive and, and positive thinking and positive talk, man? Rather than oh, now we're going to go stage two. Yeah. yeah. One thing I heard yesterday, which was. In amidst all the bullshit, I actually stopped and went, oh, great idea. The WA government is acquiring a whole bunch of hotels for people who are going to have trouble self-isolating yeah, to go perfect. to and self-isolate. And I thought, oh, holy shit, good idea. But they're the only person yesterday that I heard come up with anything proactive. Yeah, no, but it, not even that. I, I think what about just focusing on ventilators because why do we have to go into hospitals when we can be at home and doing it? So what, what, what about focusing right now? Onto building those ventilators that are going to be doing uh, doing the job. If we needed more tanks because we're at war, they'd be everything would be shut down and we'd be tank building in four and a half seconds. It'd happen tomorrow. So why isn't it happening now when we know? Okay, so so here's my question: Is the government too scared and being run by scared mongrel in the medical practice? That right now. It is the doctors and the health organization dictating their plans rather than the government looking at it as a source of information and set up a plan of war against the virus to do it properly. I don't know because every second health professional that comes out says we should be in complete lockdown. But then the chief medical officer says, nah, nothing to see here, we're all right. <laughs> so you wouldn't fucking know. Again, if, unified message. Um, uh, I can't say, yeah. Wouldn't the... Who, who stands to gain in the medical profession out of us not having enough of everything? Does the medical no, profession no, profit if everyone dies? No, go, look, I don't know. In, the war, in war time, no, we're not. You've got to well, ask these questions. In war times of the, the military industrial complex, a lot of people make a lot of money out of war. Who's making money out of this? Yeah, That's what you've got to ask because that's a, unfortunately, conspiracy theory or not, that's where the agendas are going to lie. Are they not doing it because of lack of foresight? Are they not doing it because... Um, and just speaking out, thinking out loud here, uh, because I think we're not going to last past, not we're going to last, but it's not going to continue past three to six months. Are they saying those interventions of converting factories into respirator, um, making respirators and so forth, to get that up and running is going to take, you know, Four weeks, six weeks. No, it's not true, mate. Oh, I, don't mate the last I, I don't know. Is someone already doing this it? This last mate. week, absolutely. This last week, uh, I, um, 
have been looking for hand sanitizers. Do you know that oh, the there are yeah. people who the uh, breweries can actually make hand sanitizers? Right. I can't find any. And, and, and yet our government, maybe they're doing it, that, that I don't know, because the three of us are too small <laughs> for everyone to really pay attention to our common sense. But if, if they're doing it, fine. But then let us know. Just, just give us a sense of hope. Give us that kind of sense that we're doing something. Be a bit of the Victor Frankl in men's search of meaning. Give us some kind of meaning. Yeah. But don't just shut down a guy that closed late on the Saturday night his restaurant and then had to open it today because there's food in there, there's stuff in there. He still has to go to work and he's in shock because he has to get rid of all this crap very quickly and fire his staff. Mm. What, what are we doing? And, and w- when he has to restart, he thinks he's going to restart in eight weeks. When, when he's restarting eight weeks. And we're all just beginning to shut down. What, what does he do about hiring people? And, and, then, and then by then, if it has affected us, Who's got the money to really go there and eat? Yeah. We're probably on. getting into the uh, one of the other topics we're going to talk about. But yeah. just back to your point, don't make excuses for it. There's a car company in the US that flicked over in 24 in That's what I'm asking. Hours, it's yeah. not an excuse. It was more yeah, of a I question. Can't remember, I honestly can't remember the name of the company, but there was a car company, not a, a massive one, who was selling a shitload of cars, who just stopped on a dime and said, Let's jump. It was US or UK. Jump I think it was the US UK, price. and yeah. they were the car. They weren't manufacturing. They they didn't have a lot of production. They were yeah. having a difficulty, um, and they flipped. They, they flipped very quite quickly. Yeah, so it's not a four to six weeks. No, thing. no, it's very very it quick. I mean, tomorrow. but the one that I really okay. want, if I'm sick, it will be a uh, Ferrari ventilators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, they can do no, it. Mate, yeah, teammates are that always fine. You will be healed. You'll be healed so fast. You breathe. You wouldn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, but not as fast as a Mercedes. <laughs> you wouldn't be healed as fast as a Mercedes. Well, the right. and, and those companies, they're not doing anything. I mean, Formula One is closed <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, they might as well just do uh, something really good you, for you human could, you could humanity. Get, you could get a Williams uh, ventilator, but it would break down every second <laughs> race. <laughs> hey, listen, boys, thank you very much for uh, being around for this take. I think um, it's, it's a big one. It's on, on this Monday. Thank you very much. Mm. Good, Sunday man. was a hard day for a lot of people. Chin up, let's move forward. Yep. Let's go. Come on, let's be positive, let's Australia. That's that's why we they call us the Anzac, or you guys the Anzac. <laughs> 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 bye, bye. Cheers, bye. bye.